0: Welcome to CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. I'm your host, Brandy Mabra. This is your one-stop shop to learn the business side of your practice on a deeper level. On this show, we empower you to own your CEO status to scale your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. Listen in as we talk about how to market your practice to gain more visibility, hire, build, and engage your ride-or-die dream team, create streamlined operations, and make financial decisions as a CEO. It's time to show up as a confident leader to create a practice and life you love. Let's get started. Hey, hey, hey! welcome to another episode of CEO Conversations, the Private Practice Podcast. It's Brandy Mabra here, and I am looking forward to having this conversation. I'm not gonna say excited. (laughs) I always say I'm so excited to have this conversation because I am, I am. Anytime I can show up and teach and educate, and um, I'm always excited to do it. But today's conversation is all about marketing, a dedicated episode to marketing. Over the past few episodes, We've talked to marketing, you know, even when it comes to recession, we've talked to marketing when it comes to the activities that private practice CEOs do $10,000 tasks, those tasks are marketing. we've talked about the three stages of business growth, we talked about dripping in the marketing that needs to happen. But this episode is all about marketing. I'm going to tell you that if you were like, oh, I'm good, you know, marketing's great. I'm gonna tell you that marketing is important at every stage of business growth. So I don't care if you're showing up, listening to this and you have a wait list, marketing is still your friend. And depending on where you're at in your stage of business growth, there are there's always a different tactic that you need to add into or that you can step into in order to expand your practice, to elevate your brand as the CEO of your practice, to make sure that your provider schedules are full, And it's important for you to recognize that marketing is important for financial and profitability, right? So the revenue that you're bringing in the door and how profitable you are is closely connected to marketing. It's also closely connected to when it comes to expenses and how much money you're bringing in and operations and everything else too. But usually if there is a financial problem in a practice, I'm going straight to marketing. And I'm asking questions about visibility. I'm asking questions about your marketing structure, asking questions about how many people have you talked to, what's in the pipeline, asking questions about, you know, what marketing activities have you done over the past 30 days, because it's important. And there has to be at this point in time, there should should be within your marketing strategy, a combination of online marketing tactics and offline marketing tactics because it's important so regardless of what the revenue is regardless if you're a seven figure plus regardless if you're multi-six regardless if you're at the beginning you should want to do a combination of online and offline marketing tactics in order to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success now what you can do is you can dive into one more heavier than the other. So for example, I, you know, as as you guys know, I work with multiple seven figure practice owners. And so for those owners, some of what we're doing is trying to establish more online marketing, because how they've been able to get to seven figures is by doing more community based, they have really deep referral networks, a lot of relationships with different types of providers. um, And they are very well established with anytime that there's like a new service, they reach out, say, hey, we have a new service and those schedules get filled. What some of of at this stage, like what's missing is more or less, they want to become more of an authority with within their skill set, within, their, you know, they have aspirations of writing a book, they have aspirations of speaking on stages. And so those are more brand building, higher visibility, which ultimately will lead to more money coming in the door. So it's a different, it's a different mindset. And so what I want to talk to you first is just the mindset when it comes to marketing, marketing needs a strong mindset. Marketing can definitely take a lot of energy. That's why it's a $10,000 task because there's sweat equity that is involved in that. So if you are speaking on a stage, there's a lot of prep work that goes into that. If you are writing a book, there's a lot of hours that go into that. If you are wanting to host an event, there's a lot of time and money that can go into that right and so from the return on investment there's a lot on the other side of that but there is a mindset that has to come into it you have to fight when it comes to imposter syndrome most times you have to fight through the fact like oh i deserve to be in this space i have something to contribute i can definitely step up people need to listen to me i can definitely contribute to that you have to combat the haters that are on the other side of what you're saying, you know, one of our clients is amazing. Like she's definitely a a big influencer in her space. And there's been a lot of hate that she's gotten for that. Right. And so when it comes to the marketing piece, a lot of the work that we've had to do is just mindset to keep her going because it's not, it wasn't necessarily tactics because she's everywhere. You know, she's different places. She's been in a really big feature. In a magazine and you know and so at the end of the day it always came down to mindset right and so part of the biggest ask when it comes to marketing is the consistency that you need but the mindset to fight through it especially the more traction that you make because everybody's not going to welcome your message everybody's not going to be a fan of your work everybody is not going to want to work with you everybody isn't going to value the services that your practice provides and that's okay that is okay, but it still takes a suit of armor and a certain um, confidence and a certain swag to be okay with that. So the mindset piece is definitely important. And the beginning stages, I'll say that mindset or that flourishing stage is getting past the fear, just putting yourself out there saying like, Hey, I have a practice. I need business. Please come work with me and then pay me appropriately for my services. Right. And so that takes a lot. It's also recognizing the right tactics that you need to use in order to get your schedule full, right? And so oftentimes, whether if it's posting your information on a certain directory, or if it's starting to happen to social media, um, starting to play around with different things, it doesn't necessarily take a whole lot in order to bring folks in the door, right? So if you show up consistently enough, if you talk to the right people, if you're as an option on, on multiple directories, usually you're gonna be able, and especially if you're part of panels, like insurance panels, then you're gonna be able to get people in the door. It starts to become more complicated when you now have multiple providers. So for my group practice owners, keeping your schedules full consistently can sometimes be a challenge, right? And so usually if that's the case, it's because of visibility. Um, And so part of that work that we do with our current clients is just making sure that they have a layered effect when it comes to marketing, that they have multiple tactics that they're implementing at any given time, and that there is some type of structure that we're starting to put into place to make sure that as they're showing up, it's leading to business, making sure that they're aware of what is those leading revenue generating activities. So for example, one of our clients started to recognize events is a, is a revenue generator. So they went to an event, there was like six people that they got for their high paying service. So what are we going to do? We're going to incorporate more events, right? Because we know if we are at events, we talk to the right people, If we go to the events where our people are, our patients and clients, they're going to want to set up a consult with us or schedule an appointment. And then they're going to end up being on our calendar to get additional services. Right. And that's really the whole goal. When you talk about sales or sales systems, everything, regardless of industry, all leads to the same place. Like how can we get people into the door to buy? Right. And so it might be different niches it might be different ways of doing marketing, but at the end of the day, the number one goal is to get your folks in the door so they can buy from you so you can stay in business. So it's important for you to recognize not so much the activities, but what are the right activities? Where are our people at so we can get in front of them on a consistent basis? And then are we saying the right thing or are we making sure that we're conveying the right message in order to get them to want to schedule an appointment in order to get them to be, you know, on the schedule for a consultation in order to make sure that we're now continuously seeing them. And we're now starting to become part of what their care is or part of their care plan um, when it comes to their health. And so it's a process it is definitely a process. And each one of our clients actually has a different marketing strategy that they're all implementing because it's not a one size fit all. You know, and so what necessarily works for one practice might not work for another practice, right? And so we have clients who are really heavy when it comes to Google ads, and we have other clients who don't need it. We have clients who are hosting workshops, and we have other clients who are really heavy when it comes to referral networks, right? They don't necessarily need it. Um, We have clients who speak on stages and host retreats. And then we have other clients who don't necessarily need to do that. So it's completely up to you. I always like to say that how you market needs to be in alignment with what makes sense for you. So for example, with me, I love to teach. That was something that I didn't even recognize when I first started to market. I like to teach. This is why me hosting a podcast is really helpful. I can ramble on and on and on. And I can say a point probably about 15 different ways if you let me. And my clients definitely know I am very passionate when it comes to business. I am very passionate about letting you know exactly what I think, Um, good, bad, or or indifferent. And especially if I know that you're walking into a blind spot or what's on the other side of an activity, then I'm even more passionate. So as I am showing up, it's easier for me to show up in these types of capacities, or I host like a monthly workshop. Um, You know, we're hosting our retreat later on this month for own your CEO status, right? And so all those things are very much in alignment with me when it comes to marketing. We're on social media, there's email marketing that we do. Um, you know, so there's a lot of layered effects that we have, you know, at this point in time I'm speaking in, in you know, speaking on stages, speak, speaking in front of crowds in audiences where our people are and that's been really fun. I thought that I would I don't know, like I I was really really nervous to implement that type of marketing and to put myself in that type of authority. And it was, it's so fun, it is so fun. So part of this is just making sure that you're paying attention to what is in alignment with you. And then there will be some times where you have to do marketing things that might feel scary. So I am not, people are surprised a lot of times, but I'm I'm an introvert. So networking is hard for me. You know, for me to actually go to a networking event is, like makes my armpit sweat, <laughs> like literally, because I get nervous. Like I get nervous. I don't like to walk up to a strange people and introduce myself. Hi, I'm Brandy. You know, that just doesn't sound fun to me. But what is fun is I'll put myself in front of a, in front of the audience and I'll teach, you know, that is very, that's more in alignment with me. So that's part of, I remember when I first started my business, my significant other said that like, well, what do you want to do? You know, like you don't really, like to go out and and meet people. And I said, well, I like to go out and teach people. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to go out and teach people and that's what I do. So at the end of the day, you have to find what works for you. But at the end of the day, as a CEO, you have to make sure that your business is bringing in money, that the business is profitable and that you are marketing on a consistent basis. So the word of the day is consistency. So I'm going to challenge you, if there's any marketing activities that maybe you started and maybe you stopped, eh, I would go back and revisit that, right? Because and then ask this, ask yourself the question: did you really work it to exhaustion? Or did you stop because time became a factor? Maybe you need to delegate it to a team member. Maybe you thought that it wasn't working, and maybe there's a mindset thing that came up and you got fearful. You know, there's a lot of different things that can definitely happen for sure so to go back and revisit that marketing tactic and see if it's something that you can implement don't start and finish like don't start and not finish let me repeat that again just to make sure you're not confused don't start something and not finish it right like that's the biggest mistake that you can do i would rather for you not to even start it if there's not a plan for you to finish it so for example one of our clients were working on the consistency of her marketing she talked about a blog so there's a blog that sometimes comes out and a blog that sometimes doesn't come out. Podcasts, people will start podcasts and sometimes that podcast will come out. Sometimes that podcast doesn't come out. Like you're, whether or not you you think your audience is paying attention, your potential clients and patients are paying attention. So you need to make sure, regardless of what you're seeing on the other side of that, that you are consistently showing up, regardless of who's showing up for you, because eventually people do catch up. I worked with a very, very, very at this point in time, very well-known coach, very well-known coach. And at this point in time, she's very expensive <laughs> to work with. And I am thankful at the time because I worked with her before anybody even knew who she really was. Like she had a very niched audience. And then all of a sudden she, like over, over the pandemic, she literally like blew up, you know? And so she went viral and she ended up having a book come out um from that book you know she's now been on multiple shows today's show good morning america the drew barrymore show like all these shows you know um she can literally put out something and it just people just buy it right and one of the things that i learned from her at that time was you show up when people don't show up for you and if you consist consistently do that People are going to eventually catch up. So once everyone got on the bandwagon and once everybody knew about her, it was really interesting. And it's interesting now just to see the effect of that, because I, I like a group of us were so blessed to work with her way back when, before she was who she was today. And so to see like the benefit of that, that is one of the things that I always keep in my mind. So I'm going to remind you of that too. If you have big goals and aspirations for your practice, if you want to make big changes, if you have aspirations of being on TV, if you have aspirations of helping thousands and thousands of people, if you have as you know aspirations of growing your practice into like a real company, um, if you have aspirations of writing a book, speaking on stages, which I know a lot of our clients do, keep going, keep going <laughs> because what you're looking at today is just the tip of the iceberg, right? And so it's a matter of consistency, it's a matter of grit, it's a matter of determination, it's a matter of being so focused on your mission and vision that you are just like this is my purpose. So regardless of what you think, this is my purpose. And so even when I show up, that's the that's how I show up. You know, there are times where I get tired, there are times where I'm just like, "Oh my gosh." But at the end of the day, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission, I'm on a, you know, on a, a war path of making sure that the folks that we work with know business and that they are making money, that they have structure, that they're not, you know, working themselves to death and that they feel supported. You know, that's so important to me. We strive for excellence. And if we are not achieving that, then I wanna know why, you know, not saying that everything has to be perfect, but at the end of the day, my mission and vision is so important. To me because that's what god gave me you know i believe that every single person that i'm working with god gave me and so for that i need to make sure that they're good how do i do that by marketing <laughs> how do i do that by checking in with them you know how do i do that by teaching how do i do that by making sure that they're good and letting them know regardless of if they're still continuing to work with me or not i'm here for you right and they and i mean that like 110 percent i mean that so you want to make sure that you are just putting yourself out there in all kinds of weird and uncomfortable ways. That's what marketing does. So let's talk about some plates. So we've dived in deep, you know, really deep into the mindset piece, I feel. Um, so let's talk about some plays. So there's three plays and a bonus tip that I want to talk about. So number one, at the end of the day, you always need to get new eyes on your practice all the time. Consistently, there is a book that is leaving me right now. The author is Eugene Schwartz and I cannot remember, but I'll put it in the show notes. But the book is really great because it teaches you the clients and patients' journey that they're going through. And so at the beginning of the journey, so when you're getting new eyes on your practice, Ideally, it's folks who probably don't even know that they have a problem. So it's like cold audience. So for example, if you see a Facebook ad, there's more times than not, there's like three phases when it comes to Facebook ads. I'll talk about the one that goes to cold audiences. So the one that goes to cold audiences or is, or like cold, cold audiences that don't, most times they don't even know that they have a problem. Most times they're just walking around the earth thinking whatever's happening to them is normal. Like, this is just how it's supposed to be. No big deal. You know, like there's nothing that is coming in front of them to let them know there's something that's not right about this. So they're completely unaware of their problem, right? And so when you are showing up and showing them something different or providing a tip or educating them, you're now making them aware that there is a problem. So for example, I want to say, I'm trying to think of the example when I was learning this, uh, what was given to me, it was about a car. So let's say that you have a car and the car is always like veering off to the left. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not even, I'm going to stretch myself even with this example. But at the same time, like if you have a car and you're driving in and it's going off of the, like, it's kind of swerving, right? And it's just like, oh, you know, that's what it always do. It always does. So you're putting the, like, you're taking the steering wheel and just trying to straighten it up. And you think like, oh, okay, well, that's just, you know, the car's maybe a little old, or no. And then all of a sudden, you see a commercial, and the commercial's talking about the problem. So the problem is the the car is now veering off to the left, and they're now letting you know, well, do you know that if your car is veering, you actually need an alignment. In order to make sure that your car is now going straight. So for the folks who didn't know, like, oh, I thought every car, every car just kind of veers off to the left. Like that's what it does. Now you're seeing a commercial that's letting you know, like, Hey, no, that's a problem that is not what's supposed to happen when you're driving. You were supposed to actually be straight on the road. And so here is a solution for that problem. It's called a wheel alignment. You can come in and get a wheel alignment for $179 and 99 cents, because that's how much I think they are. Um, And you will now be able to drive straight, and you don't have to worry about veering off to the left, right? So in that scenario, a person who was unaware of a problem now became problem aware. And so with that, the next set of things that happen is the journey from that, right? So now that folks are aware that they even have a problem, now they're trying to concentrate on Okay, well, I know that this is not normal. And most times when you're trying to get new eyes on your business, it's important for you to recognize that those are usually the folks that you're talking to people who maybe aren't even recognizing that they have a problem. Right. And so a lot of the work that I do, especially when I'm talking to a a cold audience, is trying to let them know hey, the fact that you're working seven days a week in your practice, that's not normal. (laughs) Like, that's not how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have a team that doesn't help you. That's not normal. You're not supposed to have a team that quits on you all of a sudden. That's not normal. You're not supposed to not make money. That's not normal. You're not supposed to be broke and burning yourself out because you're in healthcare and because that's what you were taught during school. That's not normal. That's not normal when it comes to business. So a lot of it is like when it comes to your industry, What are some things that folks don't even know is a problem, right? Like what, what is that, you know, for, for you? So when you're getting new eyes on the practice, that's a lot of what you're doing is you're making people problem aware of what's happening. Isn't normal. The next stage is solution aware. So after you get new eyes on your practice, you're now taking them on a journey to where here's a solution for you the solution happens to be this service within our practice or this provider within our practice. Right. And so now you're making them more or less product aware, right? Cause now they're equating, okay, there's a solution here. This is it's inside this practice. This is what they're able to do. And now they're fully aware. So at each one of those, I don't have, I'm not going to go into all of that in this episode, but at each one of those stages of growth or state or excuse me, stages of, you know, marketing is different, like that's, and that's your journey, you know, that is your client and patient's journey where they maybe don't recognize the fact that they have a problem. They now become aware that they have a problem. They're now trying to find out what's the solution to this problem. Who is the person who can help me with this problem? And then who is, and then where am I going to buy it? Right? So when you are getting new eyes on your practice, that's why it's important for you to consistently do that. And it all ties into the three phases of marketing, which the first one is attraction. So that's you getting new eyes on your practice. The second phase is nurture and engagement. So that's like the relationship building, right? And then the third phase is the commitment piece and that's the sales piece. So even going through these five stages of awareness when it comes to marketing, it all ties together. So it's important for you to essentially get new eyes on your on your business. When you're thinking about the people who you're marketing to this is why consistency is so important a lot of the mistakes that i see in the space is going back to the stages of awareness when it comes to marketing is not nurturing the audience in the way in the right way or going up and or showing up and saying the message consistently like there's so many messages that I see where you're now marketing to someone completely different, which confuses your audience. Cause it's like, well, are you here to help me? Or are you here to help someone else? And you're not providing that solution for them to let them know, oh, this is how you can help me. Okay, so it's not normal for me to have this problem or to have this certain diagnosis, right? And how I feel with this certain diagnosis, that's not normal oh okay well now you have a solution for me you have a service for me you have a provider that i can actually get care from so let me call and schedule an appointment what i see is a lot of folks trying to be you know um a little bit to everybody whether if it's to their colleagues and then their patients and clients and then maybe they're randomly talking about this off topic that has nothing to do with how they help or how their practice helps it just confuses people. And I think a lot of what happens is social media. And a lot of people learn from social media. And so you're piecemealing, like all this stuff, or maybe you're watching a certain influencer, or maybe you're watching a certain person thinking like, oh, okay, if I do that, then everybody's going to buy from me. But it honestly comes down to these five stages. And so if you are consistent and consistently telling people, this is how our practice helps, and these are the services that we provide. And this is what we're known for. And this is your problem. And this is why you need to schedule here. And you say that all the time, people are going to schedule fill their schedule, like fill the schedules. People are going to come in and you're going to make money. So it's really important for you to recognize like what channels you need to market, what, and who that audience is inside of those channels. So sometimes we do recommend for folks to start different types of social media pages, because the audiences are different, right? And so you need to leverage the audience that you have and then making sure that you're paying attention. So I do I do wanna make sure that that I do touch on that for why marketing and who you're marketing to is so important and for you to pay attention. The third thing is to step up and market your practice like a CEO, right? And so this goes back to those $10,000 tasks how your marketing as a solo practitioner is going to look different once you're marketing as a, essentially like a CEO of a company with, you know, multiple six figures, seven figures of revenue. And so it's more or less going to look more authoritative type marketing where you might be on a podcast episode. You might be speaking your providers or your admin team might actually be the one who is hosting the table at the event. You know, you might be showing up in these higher ways. You might get a publication. Not saying that you can't do these things in the solo space. I think if you have the courage and you want to do that, absolutely. Like if you want to go and interview on podcast episodes, absolutely. I highly recommend it. If you want to get featured somewhere somewhere, get featured. You know, and so it's all about you showing up, showing your expertise, how you can help people, how your practice can help people, and then encouraging your team to do the same thing. So for example, if you have multiple providers. I think your provider should show their authority as well, right? I don't think that it should just be you as a CEO. Like when you show up as the CEO of the the company and the founder of the company, the founder of the practice, that's a huge thing. But your provider within that practice is also showing a certain authority as well. They also have a clinical expertise that can be leveraged. So a lot of the work that we are doing with our clients too is to help them manage up their teams. So that way it takes the load off of you and you don't have to be the one to do everything right and then they're helping with filling their schedules they're helping with bringing in additional revenue and ultimately again that's why it's important for you to have providers and team members who are bought in for the mission and vision and who truly want to help people if they're just looking for a job or just looking for a paycheck that's going to be the worst alignment because they're not going to work more hours than what they need to um they more or less are just gonna sit there and, and do the work that they need to do and then they're gonna go home, you know? And so it's it's definitely important for you to have a team that's bought, that's bought in. So that way you can market and more as an authoritative person and your team can also market in, a, in ways that need to be marketed to. And so everybody benefits, the clients benefit, the patients benefit, the practice benefits, you benefit as the owner. The providers get to benefit. The team gets the benefit because now they're not just worker bees, and they're actually leveling up their leadership too. So it's it's definitely. I wish that I could go into more because, like I said, with marketing, I could I could talk all day, um, you know, w- with this. But I'm not going to bore you, <laughs> or have it turn it. Maybe I'll turn it into like a two part series or something. But I do want to say, like, just as a bonus tip is to make sure that you are paying attention to, once people are part of your world, that you actually have a system for what's gonna happen with them, right? So that's why having an actual marketing strategy is important. That's why making sure that you are consistently nurturing folks, because if you have a panel, if you have a patient panel, of a client panel that's already existing, you wanna make sure that they continuously get care. So if you are taking insurance, just because they say like oh we get five sessions you know like five sessions sometimes isn't enough right sometimes they need more and so you have to engage those folks and continuously say hey you've reached this certain point i would love to continue to work with you here's what we need to dig into or it's where they're now if they need to come back how their situation is maybe a few months later or a year later might be different, right? And so just because it's like, we've seen them, we've completed the care, they might need a new care plan. So it's important for you to understand that whole sales cycle from the time that they they become part of the practice or even prior to becoming part of the practice to where now they're part of the practice, you still need to nurture and engage those folks and making sure that whether it's sending out tips or providing value or letting them another way that they can work with you in the practice, uh, making sure that you are checking in on them, um that they're okay if they were supposed to schedule an appointment they didn't schedule having actual checks and balances to make sure that they get back in on the schedule a lot of people lose money internally because they're not cont- consistently marketing internally and they're only marketing externally so it's important for you to do both um and it takes a combination of of structure and systems and cadences to make sure that that's happening inside the practice and outside the practice too. So that's the bonus tip. That's the bonus tip. Yeah. So that's marketing. That is marketing. So of course I'm here to be a resource for you if you need help, but I hope that this is helpful for you. Um, when it comes to marketing at the end of the day, you wanna make sure that you're marketing consistently. So if you don't remember anything else from this episode, (laughs) if nothing else, make sure that you recognize I need to be consistent with my marketing and I need to have a layered effect. So there are marketing tactics, which are just different activities. A blog is a marketing tactic, a podcast is a marketing tactic, an email is a marketing tactic, social media is a marketing tactic, but you need to make sure that you have a marketing strategy and you need to make sure you have a marketing strategy internally and externally when it comes to your practice in order to make sure that you're hitting your revenue goals in order to make sure that the practice continues to be profitable and in order for you to make more money. So happy, happy, happy marketing, happy marketing. So, um, I hope that you enjoy this episode and I hope that you have a great day thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it empowers you as the CEO of your practice. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share the message and leave a review. If you want more information and support in growing and scaling your practice, click the link in the show notes to take advantage of our free resources or apply to work with me directly. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time.